Nate, turn the music on. <laughs> Ooh. Welcome to the Dad's Lair Podcast. The only podcast where there's some dads, and then also we're in a lair. And it's not really related to anything, but you know how it goes. <laughs> Today, in our lair, we've got Caleb. Hey, yo! <laughs> Uh, and we've got Nate. <laughs> Heyo! Uh, I'm so happy you're not my children. A hearty heyo to you, brother. A hearty heyo. That should be the new, uh, I guess it's de facto the greeting of our whole group. Heyo! Yep, yep. What's going on, my friends? Uh, I, I just got back fish. from fishing. Yeah, I caught a fish. I sure did. You went ice fishing? Yeah. Like I have a ice... good story about that. Good. Ice fishing is the only way that I can think of to make normal fishing worse. So... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. Go, go on. <laughs> yeah, so um, we had tons and tons of people show up to ice fishing, and we were all coming at different times, right? And so my brother-in-law, Aaron, and I, we went up Thursday, and we did some fishing. But most people were coming up Friday kind of afternoon, taking half days off of work on Friday. Mm-hmm. So we told everyone to meet us at Fish Lake, but Fish Lake sucked. It was so windy and it was just not fun. So we skedaddled from Joe's Bush and we went down to Otter Creek. We tried to send text messages out to everyone, but I'm not quite sure if we did it. So we're fishing at Otter Creek, having a good old time. And then two guys show up and get on the ice. They're maybe 50 or 100 yards away. And I'm looking at them, I'm like, oh man, I swear, that's my brother and my cousin Nate. But they said, I thought they were coming up with my dad, so I didn't see my dad. And I'm like, that's, I'm pretty sure that's them. So I kept watching them like a big creeper, just trying to decide if that really was them or not. And finally, I hear my brother and his classic, damn it. It's like, I know it. I know that's Andrew. So I screamed, hey, Andrew. And sure enough, it was Andrew and Cousin Nate. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that... Uh, so you, you know, uncoordinated big... went yeah. to the same place as your brother. <laughs> well, they came to us, yeah. And yeah, and the story goes, they're like, we weren't going to make it to Fish Lake, and we wanted to get some fishing in before nightfall, so we stopped off at you know, Otter Creek before, before, before we made it to Uncle Larry's house. Shout out to Uncle Larry, by the way, who's a huge cool dude letting us crash at his place what a what a guy thanks uncle larry thanks for yeah. making it all happen yep for can't sure to, i can't wait to put you in our D campaign and watch as your nephew has to kill you <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest honor i can think of i was trying to explain it was a great honor a great honor for sam squanch the half-orc barbarian Hoorah! wait Ooh. that's like a that's like a marine thing or something, right? Oh my gosh. Did I ever tell you guys about the time that I went to uh, have to play tactical laser tag for a work thing? But it wasn't even my work. Anyway, I'll tell it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. It's late so, on us. My wife's a teacher, right? And so when uh, we were in college, uh, she graduated before I did and she started teaching and I was still in school. And so her first year of teaching at, at the school, the, before the school year started, we had to go, or she had to go to some, some like training team building, you know, teacher first of the year event, right? And so they brought their spouses with them. And when we got there, 
apparently it was like this group, right? And they were all uh, really into the military and stuff, and and like just and they were saying stuff like that, like the hurrah and all that, whatever that is stuff is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was which is what made me think of it. And uh, it, it turned out that they just wanted us to play like laser tag. We played like in the halls of the school, which had a real weird school shooter vibe. To oh, jeez. By big, the way, big but, oof. But also, like, somebody was like, oh, so how'd you guys learn how to do, because, you know, it was all training about, like, how to work as a group, how to cover each other's backs, blah, 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 right? And uh, somebody asked the guy in charge, who I'm pretty sure I went to high school with, but I couldn't remember, uh, like, hey, did you, uh, did you, like, spend some time in the military, like, where you learned all this stuff? And he was like, oh, well, I just, uh, really, I'm really into, like, Call of Duty. (laughs) He didn't have any. He didn't have any military training at all. He was just a nerd who was like, "I'm gonna make tactical laser tag a, a thing that I sell to stupid school districts." We're Oscar so. Mike. That means on the move. I learned it from Call of Duty. Exactly. <laughs> and, it, and that made it even more embarrassing. And what kind of a waste of everybody's time? You know, Turn, I I, I know. got into paintball for a little while. It's really fun. And uh, I always thought, like, sometimes we would go and rent paintball guns and just buy a billion paintballs and then go drive out into the wilderness and then uh, and then play paintball out in the wilderness. And, and with those, like, rented paintball guns, they don't have a lot of power to them, really. So mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of fun. You had to arc the shot a little bit, uh, actually quite a bit. But like when it hit you, it never hurt. You could shoot someone from like a foot away, and it wouldn't really hurt that much. But it was fun. With the out paintballs just... break? Yeah, they break. Okay. So they, I mean, I guess it might. I don't know. I, I don't remember it ever hurting. Um, but we, uh, anyway, we went out into like the, you know, just like the, what, what do you call this area? It's like upper Woods? desert or something like that. The Wasatch Front. The, oh, the yeah, high but, desert. Is that yeah, what you're thinking about? Yeah, the high desert, you know, so it's not like cactuses, but it's it's like desert trees and bushes and stuff. And ticks. Um, Sagebrush. Desert trees tick. and ticks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was, a, it was a blast, but I always thought that it would be really fun to do it in, a, in more of like a, a building. It's like, it's unfortunate that there's the school shooter uh, vibe, but I bet that... It, uh, playing at a school would be pretty fun for um, all the different corridors and rooms and stuff to have a, an interesting challenge that way. Could be. I bet in some in some scenario it's fun. Somebody who's not as big of a stick in the mud as me. Well, I'm just like, <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> with our lives here? But it, it was uh, it was definitely an experience. Also, you know what? I think, uh, you know how, like, there's, like, different variations of games that are supposed to make them, like, higher stakes? Like, you got, like, strip poker instead of poker, right? Just, like, add a little bit of, uh, of uh, embarrassment to the mix. Okay, like, strip, that's what strip, that's for, embarrassment. Strip, yeah, strip paintball? But that's, probably, that's probably the way to go. That would make it really high stakes. Like, you have to keep uh, taking off pr- protective layers of equipment. Yeah, then that broken paintball would hurt Nate. Yeah, yeah, that would. But like we were not... playing out in the middle of the summer, it's not like you're wearing ten layers of sweaters, right? But you had long sleeves on, yeah. 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 So no, what's uh, what else? Everybody been up to recently? 
Let's see, I told you about uh, painting my living room already, right? Yeah. I'm trying to get back on the, the wagon for, uh, for eating healthy. I never stopped being active though, and I think that that's kind of been the key. My, my weight has basically just plateaued. I'm not gaining or losing at this point. Um, but I, I, I ate a shake yesterday and today, so I'm like regressing <laughs> on the diet part. Well, just don't make it a hat trick. Uh, what's the hat trick? Oh, three days Th in a row? Three days in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't eat any today, but I was planning on eating some after the podcast. But I have well, made don't. a rule you where got, I don't eat anything. You just got told to not to, Nate. What's that? Don't do it. Don't do it. You just got told to not to. I probably won't, actually. I wanted to. Shoot. Um, I made a, a batch of, of shakes, so I got three shakes just waiting for me in the freezer. See, that's How much added sugar did you put in those shakes? Because I you didn't had add to any extra them. sugar. I'm so I, proud I, of you, Nathan. You, guys, you don't need... You. This is what you need to do. You need to, you need to enjoy your shake when you have a shake, but you need to not make, like, five of them at a time. But it's a big blender. You, just, you could just make them all. <laughs> You don't have to fill the blender all the way up. <laughs> but you can. You definitely can. You can, but you don't have to. I just think it's probably better for your, whatever, your liver overall if you ate all five of those shakes in one day as compared to once a day for five days. What do you think? Really? I don't know. If, if, I don't, it's, if it's about repeated stimulus over and over and over again, that's worse. You're yeah, constantly spiking your insulin in, or whatever instead of doing it just once. I don't know. That would be interesting to find out, huh? Yeah, some, someone needs to do some science on that. Like the act—that's basically the science behind a cheat day. A cheat day? Just get it all over with in one go instead of I think eating crappy all week long. I really think that the, the concept of that is stupid. But yeah. I just because it's I don't think it's good. It's I don't think you should personality if you're an all in if you're a all or nothing personality then you can't do it. Right. Well, I don't think that uh that you should qu like call your meals good or bad, right? I think you should just eat food. Oh, I mm. see what you're saying. But like uh and if you're but like know that you should eat healthy food and then if you're not going to eat healthy food, just do it purposefully and it's fine. Yeah. So weight still costs a billion dollars, so I haven't got any of those yet. <laughs> but in the meantime, I found a, a Reddit called Body Weight Fitness, which okay. is pretty interesting. And there was like a, a 14 day primer trial thingy on it. I'm like eight days in. So that's that's been something good. Oh, cool. What have you been Turn, doing? Turns out like, like properly formed push-ups are like way harder than i thought i've done, been doing push-ups wrong my whole life oh shit yeah, i need dude. to watch that I'm yeah like, like my elbows are always out yeah 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 the no, other thing been that i've been your elbows more into the, the line with your torso yeah like keeping my elbows in and then engaging my back muscles like i read that you're supposed to really pinch your like your shoulder blades together at the bottom of the movement and then also, my hands have always been way too far forward. Like, you're supposed to put them... Oh, not underneath your shoulders? Yeah, kind of sternum level, like a like a bench press, I guess. Isn't that kind of where you're supposed to yeah. put the bar when you bench press? Yep. You oh, you know more. what? I've been doing that part right. That's like one, the only one of those three. I'm doing push-ups right now, trying, doing the things you said. 
Yeah. So the other thing, the other thing too that I've kind of learned from this is that you want to kind of do the opposite movement to give yourself some balance, right? So if you do push-ups, then you need to be doing rows or some sort of pulling motions. Yeah. You do body weight rows. So um, you kind of need a bar or a table. And the other thing is, is I realize that I'm incredibly weak and need to start from somewhere. So I don't think I could do like a proper vertical row. So what I've been doing, the variation that I've been doing is in the corner and you put your elbows on the corner and kind of kick your feet out a little bit and then push yourself out with your elbows, if that makes sense. That's uh... the reverse push up in the corner. I, I huh. can't picture that. I have aphantasia now. I think I'm broken. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you, you broke your soul. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't so, imagine it either. Well, so All right. So one put way your that... back into a 90 degree corner. Okay. Back into the corner. Okay. Then take your your feet out maybe 18 inches, two feet. Yeah. And then put your um, elbows out at a horizontal from your body. So not next to your hips, but like out to your shoulders. And then push on your your um, elbows, like rest your back in the corner, and then push on your elbows until like your chest is out of the corner. Oh, okay. But so are you in a? To me, doing a wall set. Or are you standing? Standing. Standing. I was gonna say to me, it still sounds like you're Goro from Mortal Kombat, and you have too many arms. Yeah. Pushing too many <laughs> elbows. I am. Um, I was gonna say the other the other way that you can do to make like a normal row with like a bar or like while you're laying down easier is the closer you move your feet to your butt the easier they are so if your legs yeah, are okay. fully straight right then it's it's pretty hard but like if you bend your knees and move them closer then it's a lot easier yeah the other way too that you could do a row which i i do need to try i just feel like you got to do it properly so you like put a knot in a sheet and then you put that over the top of your door and close the door and then you can kind of grab that and lean back a little bit and and pull on the sheet to do a row. Oh, I see. It's that's like a it's like making your own set of rings or something. Or those uh, those ropes with balls on the end, you yeah. know, on those machines or whatever. Do you have a swing yeah. set around somewhere, Caleb? Um, no, no, yeah, but that would be a good place to find a row bar. Prob or your desk? Is your desk is your desk big? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could definitely do it on like a desk or a workbench or something. Um, you like to yeah. build. You should just uh, build a power rack. Go. I know. You could I buy. Bet I could a... get like a welder somewhere and just weld one up. So you could buy a pair of Grip Genie rings. Yeah. Which are like uh, gymnasts' rings, you know. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, okay. But they with they come with a strap with very with like markings for heights, and you can just put them over any tall, you know, beam or something. Mm -hmm. um, and then. Doing rows with uh, with rings is really nice because you can change the angle that your arms are at, right? Just kind of yeah, like and you probably have about. to engage a lot of like stabilization muscles yep. too, right? As mm -hmm. opposed to a a bar. Yep. So rings like that, I think, are really good too. I kind of want to get some of those as well because yeah. I so I do them. I do those quite a bit on like a straight bar, but uh, straight bars are just always kind of a little tricky on my wrists, so. Yeah. I want to have more of a neutral position for my hands if I can. Cool. Same thing with push-ups. Like, like having push-up bars was a really, really nice thing. Uh, for to get uh, pressure off your wrists? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so can... it's it's been really nice, right? Like learning about proper rest and 
like the the 14 day program is really about teaching technique as well as um you know kind of just building the habit and the importance of exercise and how to do it with body weights so instead of just like slapping on two more bumper plates to get get more weight you have to do things like you've already talked about brian right which is change your inclination yep there's lots of ways of, to make things harder for sure. right right the leverage portion of it well, and you can get you weight. can get a really long way with just body weight exercises. And yeah, there's, so there's way so more I guess than you think too, point. right? Like people think think push ups, but like there's so many other things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. So I think that just what you said, there's a lot of progression that I can have until weight becomes reasonable. Because yeah, I can't I can't spend a thousand bucks on three hundred pounds of right bumper plates you well know, it might be bunk. it might in your case it might be better just to get a gym membership <laughs> right <laughs> like if that, that's the case <laughs> right right um but uh one of actually one of the things that i did uh, when i was first getting into fitness more is uh there was a challenge in one of the programs that we were doing that john and i used to do um and it was a body body weight challenge that you would do at the end of like certain cycles that you go on to see how kind of in shape you're getting and it was it's a timed time challenge right so like Mm-hmm. And it was four different exercises. It was push-ups, uh, like full sit-ups, uh, inverted rows, and then uh, bodyweight squats, right? Okay. And so you had to do 100 of each of those exercises um, in any order that you wanted to do them. Like you could do them all 100 and then switch to the next, or you could do, you could rotate, which is probably the better way to do it because you fatigue, you know? Um, and then you had to, if you, to pass, you had to do all of that within 17 minutes. Oh, wow. So. Yeah, um, so one thing that I've, uh, well, at least, you know, this beginning program or whatever, it does really stress the importance of rest. Like, mm-hmm. even rests in between sets. Like, it feels like you're doing a long time, but that's important to um, to quickly progressing in strength is their argument. I assume it's backed by research. They say it is, but I haven't, you know, gone to the secondary source. I think there's definitely something to be said for being able to put out a maximal effort each time you do an exercise, even if, yeah. even between sets, right? So if you don't rest long enough between sets, you might still be fatigued from your prior set. I see. Yeah. So uh, same thing with lifting, like uh, usually, especially with like things like a heavy squat or a heavy, heavy deadlift or something like you might give yourself three or four minutes in between a a set even if you're only doing like four to five reps or something just to make sure that you're fully ready to go yeah there's definitely some science there because i know when i do push-ups uh sometimes my first set i get it's really hard and i'll i do it with the elbows out so i need to maybe work on getting my elbows into my towards my body but um i'm trying to get to 100 and uh but like my first my first set I'll get to like 70 and 70 will be like I'm I'm done but then I wait uh, about 15 minutes to do all my other stuff and then get back to doing the push-ups again and the second time getting to 70 is not bad it's easy like, yeah hmm. so you, you're just describing uh, the difference between being warmed up and not warmed up basically <laughs> yeah so, so I, well I guess what I'm just saying is like there's something to be said for for you know the science between sets and whatever you know, I guess yeah. So you up. should find a you should find a way to to warm up uh, for your for your push-ups or even just before you do any of that stuff. So you too, Caleb. Like uh, something pretty yeah. easy. The, the most effective thing that you can do is just to elevate your core body temperature. So probably like jumping jacks or 
you know, run for five minutes, or just something that you can actually get your heart bumping so your whole body gets warm. But or a hot shower. I'm, I'm never mind, Brian. You, yeah. you don't take those anymore. Getting the actually, sauna. Doing a hot shower or a sauna before a workout would be so bad. Like you'd be so just like <laughs> totally drained. Um, I usually start by riding the stationary bike for ten minutes. Yeah, I think that's it. Usually gets really me good. warmed up. You could do um, some rotator uh, stretches. I think getting a, a this is an expensive kit. You should get a pair like a, a just a, some cheap bands, like a set of four different strengths of big bands. I'll see if I can yeah, find. Yeah, and like find... a a pull up bar for the door frame too is what I need to get to. Oh, oh I, I have one of those. I have one of those. You can have. All right. Yeah. If you ever get up here. You're ready oh. to break your door frame and just mangle it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready. But the bands are nice because you can do a lot of like a rotator cuff and just joint warm-ups with them and isolations just that make you feel good. Um, you can do that before you do like warm, do things to warm up your shoulders before you do your push-ups and that will help you feel like avoid injury and also probably perform better. Hey, you guys have got me thinking about. Uh, I want to tell you about two, a couple of things that are not workout related. Since we're tell me. This. Go ahead. You ready? You ready for this? I'm ready. Yeah, ready. So, thing that happened this week, number one. <laughs> There's two things that happened to you this week? I'm so jealous right <laughs> the, now. The kitchen sink broke. Oh, the never mind. Wait, wait, wait. What does, like, did it crack in half? Like, what, how did it break? Um, so like at the very top of the way that you controlled if the water was on or off or cold or hot was a lever and I raised the lever to the sky to turn the water on and it just continued going to the sky and broke off of the faucet entirely. Whoa. And the faucet's pretty old and grimy anyway and so we're like well rather than me also so when I pulled it off I could see some shards of metal in in the tube that it was connected to so i'm not gonna like solder those back together and like remake this thing so i just bought one off amazon and then it arrived today so i broke it like uh, close to a week ago but with with the internal components like i could still um turn the water on and off and make it hot and cold but no one else in my family had like the finger strength to do it so Whenever anybody needed kitchen. Anyway, the point is, we got a new faucet, and uh, so today I had to take apart the uh, a lot of the like I thought it would it wouldn't be that bad to just install a faucet, but holy crap! It turns out underneath uh, a, a sink there's all you kinds need a of basin wrench, and you need a really specialized long wrench. I I found this out before too. No, oh, well, I didn't need anything like that for this, but. Um, I did need space, and so I had to take apart. Uh, Trying a lot to of get them. up and get to those hot, cold attachments, like underneath your garbage disposal, is like a pain in the butt. Yeah, so I had, I had to like I had to physically get in the the cabinet, right, in order to be able. To, so like the two sink basins uh, of the kitchen sink, um, and then the faucets in the back behind them. So first of all, you can't even see it because it's all the way, and you can't reach it. So I had to take apart the plumbing in, under the sink, clear everything out underneath there, and then climb in half of my body, my full upper body, right, is un, under the sink uh, on my back in order to see and reach the underside of the faucet, which was really, it smells down there, and it's not comfortable at all. 
but it was. A, I'm glad I did it. It was a fun adventure. It's all hooked up now. I feel your I also, pain. I so you fixed it. John and I did that hot, not long ago. At your house? Yeah, we replaced mine probably uh, three or four months ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was not a fun adventure. But yeah, I hooked up the cold and the hot backwards, so I had to like undo that and then oh, hook so, up the right way. Pain. And then uh, I was able to turn off the cold uh, at the the sink ball valves, but the the hot ball valve was too old, and so it didn't fully create a seal. So then I went down to the water heater, and I turned off the water coming out of the water heater. But then that one was too old and didn't create a good seal, so I just had to turn on all the hot water faucets <laughs> in the whole house. Oh uh, man. <laughs> And, and and there was just a little trickle, right? Because most of it was was cut off. But anyway, so then the sink uh, hot water had just like drips coming out of it when I unscrewed it. So it was better than like flooding the whole kitchen. But I was quick and got the connection reset up. But yeah, it was this whole thing, which was really uncomfortable and annoying. But so that was thing number one. Do you want to hear thing number two? Of course. Mm, no. I mean, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, or did you want to talk more about fixing a sink? No, no. Thing number two. I taught my kids. I don't remember what I've told you guys now and what I haven't. But I taught them Magic the Gathering. So we've been playing Magic the Gathering. That's like fun. Two or three games a night for the last week. Like the actual physical card game, right? Like that's a, yeah, that's a blast. Yeah, I've had the cards for years because when I was in college, I thought, hey, I'll give this Magic the Gathering thing a shot. Um, I always made fun of the kids in high school, but then I'm like, oh, it's actually pretty cool. So I went on to eBay um, like 10, maybe 20 years ago and, uh, and just found 1,300 Magic the Gathering guard cards for like 10 bucks. Just That's a awesome. random lot. And yeah, and none of them are like the fancy newfangled cards, but they had some, it says it has 25 rares in it. And I don't even know how to tell if it's rare or not. But, uh, and all the lands are just basic lands, but it's pretty fun getting together with the kids and they, everybody's got their own deck and we're playing the game, it's fun. I had to homebrew some rules because my kids were, were would make the game last for 17 hours if I, if I let them. Yeah, that, the, the rules to that game are a little bit complicated for younger kids to really grasp, so... Yeah, and I took out all the real complex cards, so really it's like you get lands and you buy monsters. And a lot of the monsters have little secondary effects, but I took out all the crazy ones. So, anyway, they get it pretty good. I mean, once the, the kids are 8 and 10, so they can figure it out. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Those are two exciting things that have happened, to, you know, recently that I've really been enjoying. Well, I enjoy the magic. I didn't enjoy the faucet, but it was. You a, enjoy the fixed faucet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the sense of accomplishment, like it feels good to do hard things sometimes. Yeah, if it works out in the end, and you don't have to call a plumber, or you don't cause a whole bunch of damage to your house. We well, didn't have to do those things, so that's good. So you didn't have to move. <laughs> you didn't have to move. That's it. I broke like the my, kitchen sink. Time Alex. to move. Yeah, it's like my son Alex when he 
tried to burn our house down by microwaving a muffin for 207 oh yeah that's right didn't he he's just like why don't you just buy a new house yeah well he was we'd only been living in the house for probably like eight months or something and it was such a dumb thing to happen too because like he he burned a hole through the muffin and through the plate that it was on, it was on like a plastic plate or something um it was on a sunday morning it was like smoky like so smoky the smoke detector didn't go off at all like even though it uh, goes off every time you make a pizza <laughs> like the whole house being full of smoke apparently right. wasn't enough to trigger it and then yeah uh, once we got it all settled he was sitting out on the back patio and then he was like well I guess we'll have to get a new house now <laughs> just like, such we'll a good story a uh, Although, I, like, uh, I like how he tried to fix the problem before coming to get you guys he did try to fix it by swatting it with fl fly swatter Putting a towel, <laughs> putting a towel over his head, but uh, swatting the smoke smart. with a place water. He knows to put a towel. I mean, was the towel wet? I don't think so. I think he just was like, I'll just do this thing. I mean, he was it's halfway there. He was like four or five when this happened, so maybe yeah. younger, three or four when this happened. My kids um, wouldn't have any idea what to do. Yeah, well, his his best instinct was to not tell his parents at all. It's great instinct. <laughs> Burn our house down. He knew he was going to get murdered. I'll smoke out. For anybody who needs a quick tip, though, if you need to get the smell of smoke out of your house, you boil water and vinegar oh, that'll in your just kitchen. just fry your nose is what it'll do. Nope, it'll get all the smoky stuff out of your kitchen. Okay, what about quick, if huh? your boy's bathroom smells terrible because they... Uh, pee in the toilet and then it's all over the seat and the ground. <laughs> then Boil you make, you make your kids clean the bathroom. Oh. Yeah, well they do that, but this the smell lingers. You make it you make them clean it to your standards until there's no <laughs> smell. Deal. <laughs> um yeah, and then institute that everyone has to sit down to pee. <laughs> Just the worst rule. Um, that might be like the best rule. Well, yeah. Feeling pretty chill. I don't know. Did I do anything fun this week? I guess uh, today, Tori and I went and we bought a fridge. Whoa, that's so a we, big purchase. We've been wanting a new fridge for a long time. Ours has progressively gotten worse and worse over the years. Ice, it doesn't make ice anymore. Few of the drawers are kind of janky and broken. It's just not as much space as we want. So we finally went out for her birthday and picked something out. Wait, she got a fridge for her birthday? <laughs> well, Happy she, birthday. Well, so it's her birthday this week. And uh, <laughs> she didn't get a fridge for her birthday, but she uh, got a date for her birthday, um, which was the first time that we've been out without our kids since the baby was born. So it's been like almost six months. And, yeah, that's uh, awesome. And that was nice. And so she, after we went to, we got some lunch, and then she was like, "Let's go to the furniture shopping." So we looked at a bunch of stuff and ended up buying a fridge. Nice. So there, you, there you go. So it's a boring story, but I'm excited about it because it's going to be really nice compared to our current piece of garbage that we have. <laughs> um, Does yeah. Does it have a display on the front that you can click, and it'll tell you everything that's in it? No, thankfully. Oh my gosh, can you imagine if it was just like mold? <laughs> Like, you never peppers. eat, right? Um, but it does. It does have like a nice like like we really wanted to kind of have like the freezer on the bottom or whatever. Uh, and that's 
the one that we have right now is a half of a freezer on one side and the other half is a the fridge part and it's just there's just no space in either side so yeah. it's just kind of a pain but anyway that's enough about the fridge that was a fun thing to do <laughs> i guess and then you know, uh, we I had think... we had a bunch of family up this week as well so that's kind of what we did over the but was it greg that was staying with you guys yesterday over the weekend yeah my brother yep what a what a guy <laughs> my brother and his wife and their baby came and stayed with us and then my parents also came up uh, on Sunday. Uh, nice. And so yeah, we had a we had my daughter's blessing, so it was fun. Oh, uh, cool. So everybody kind of got together for the first time in a in a while. And that led to me breaking all of my uh, fitness goals for the for the week too, Nate, because everybody brought like <laughs> a, a million bad things to eat. So you I ate a, another two hundred dollars in Thai, Thai food? food. No, but I wanted to. Oh my gosh, that place is so good. Uh, we, uh, no, we just, people brought like so many desserts and like pies and like cookies and stuff. Just bad stuff for you. So, but tomorrow, back on the, back on the wagon. Got a goal, got to hit my goal for the month. I've been setting monthly goals. I think that's the way to do it. Because that way there's a little bit of wiggle room in there, you know. So. Yeah, that's like good. Weight loss and stuff. So I, if I lose 206 pounds in February, then I'll only have to lose 405 more pounds. <laughs> that was a joke. You, you can do it. <laughs> oh. No one said anything. They're like, yeah, 200 pounds in a month sounds reasonable. Uh, fat job of the hut of a friend over here. It just, uh, well, I'll admit like, I was, oh. uh, I'm texting Mike. I'm saying, come join us for D&D. And he says, I'm going to bed. He's what? I was, I that was half dude listening works and until half trying to talk him into it. Midnight. He's had a long day. I actually messaged him during this too, and uh, so now you're just harassing him. Oh, <laughs> should I mes- message him right now? Yeah, yeah just say, have, a, have a good night. Oh, poor guy. Um, yeah. So Greg I is, guess, is uh, a Greg is what? a good brother because he's I like uh, he he's good for me. He's good. You're a good brother for me. Because... My brother's a good brother for you. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> sure. Because I always get excited when I see that he's online in the evening um, playing PUBG. Because then I just hop in his Discord channel and he'll stream PUBG for me like my own personal Twitch streamer. While I have a little snack and chat. It's great. Oh, you have a little snack? Have a little snack. So he's contributing to your unhealth. I'll have to have words about him with him about this. Uh-oh. Well, let's, let's make his Twitch stream go crazy. All eight of our viewers can uh, can jump over there and watch him stream PUBG, probably with some of you guys playing with him sometimes. What's his, uh, what's his Twitch? Stony Boys? S- Stony Bones is what Bones. it's called. Stony Bones. He plays right. a dying game that nobody really likes, but people still play it. It's Spike fun it. to... He's good. Him him and Zach, they're both really good. And My so it's, it's fun to watch them play because I'm not good at all. It, but to see them be good is fun. And then also the fun is just chatting. Chatting with friends. Just chatting. That's what this is. Yeah. That's right. Chatting with consequences. 
The that's, consequences? That's, that's a, yeah, that's the new name of our newest podcast we're going to start, where like we chat, but then you get rated at the end of the chat. <laughs> and something bad happens if you get a low rating. It's like the social credit score of podcasting. Oh, great. <laughs> it's like we a better black just, mirror. Yeah, we should just we should just lean into it and, and become the first adopters as opposed to like you know getting hit by the wave later. So this is now a dystopian podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> we did it. Together. Now it's you've now told me your goals for the year, and if you don't do them, the government will have something to say about it. Not the government. Yep. Probably put your head in a cage full of rats or whatever. You know, pick pick an ending to a book. You run away and join a bunch of men who've memorized the Bible. I don't know. <laughs> I was just gonna say memorize the Bible. That's usually the ending. <laughs> You're welcome. Is that the Book that, of Eli? Like, what, what is, what's that that's a That's a Fahrenheit 451 it's, reference. Yeah, fa- oh. Fahrenheit 451 is what I was thinking of. But that's also Book of Eli. Um, but yeah. So there's, there's a lot of dystopian books out there. Good reading. Uh, if you want to be sad. Is it time? It's time. No prison can hold me. Adventure awaits. Huzzah! I feel like that was quiet. I feel like that was that quiet. That was quiet. Oh, man. All right. Here we go. Redo. Pause the music so I don't blast your ears out. Put this up a couple of decibels. Here we go. You ready for this? No prison can hold me. Adventure awaits. Huzzah! <laughs> I like that you say it with them every time. One day you guys are going to join me in it. What does that come from? What What's the clip from? Yeah. Uh, I forget the guy's name. Do you remember the guy's name, Brian? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I'll find it. Uh, it's Joel Haver, YouTube channel. Look him up. He is the weirdest, most hilarious guy in the world. Wow. It's high praise from Joel. the weirdest person that I know. This guy's puts uh, weird on a whole nother level. J O E L Haver H A V E R. Look him up. Listen to his stuff after the show. He's great. Even I'll. You know what? I'm gonna post uh, a link to his channel on Twitter. Our Twitter channel that was born today. Dad at Dad Slayer. Go there if you want the link. Wait, we have a Twitter. Yeah, dude. Cool. That is cool. It's just one more w- way that we're dystopian. <laughs> um, all right. So we were at the or end of utopian. our last episode of our last adventure. You guys disco defeated uh, a dancing dude who was high on crack bugs. Yeah, McStabby Stabberson, Stabby Mc- dude. And you leveled up. You became stronger. Oh yeah! Did it? Was it tingly when it happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, felt nice. Like I think it'd be cool if if we had more discrete level ups in life, as opposed to you know how everything is so gradual with us. Like if you just all of a sudden were like, oh my gosh, I know more today. That would be kind of cool. It'd be kind of just interesting. Like you hit a threshold, and you could feel it. Actually, maybe that... you can. Maybe you can feel it. I... Time to. Go ahead. If you figure it out, let me know, because that sounds amazing. 
because sometimes, well, I don't know. I guess it's that whole compare yourself to who you were yesterday type of thing, right? Yeah. As opposed to someone or who someone is today. So, so this last week, I deadlifted twice as much as I did the first time I max deadlifted. Whoa, yeah. that's crazy. That's a level up. Improvement. And that was the time that I was like, yeah, I did it. You know, like I felt better from doing it. Like I had accomplished something. So that that was kind of like that. But I think in other places in your life, you could feel it too. <sighs> so anyway, you killed everybody in that room i'm pretty sure didn't you what happened to the dude that was up on the desk i don't know he just kind of ran away because when we were swilling down all the different potions he swilled down an invisibility oh, yeah. potion and said was, yeah, see you later. that's right because you were forcing him to drink stuff if i recall something like that i can't remember but these, yeah he... these sessions always devolve into someone force feeding someone else that's <laughs> i mean so welcome Bruce... to D. The Goro, the Goro bad guy, um, you named him Bruce, and he uh -huh. died. And then yeah, the guy he was, that was he was very dead. The guy on the dais, he got away, but he did before we got into that big fight. He did say that um, Flurbel wasn't murdered by them. They said he ran out of money and he was kicked out of the club, but they didn't kill him at the club. Uh, they basically admitted to murder. I thought. Yeah, I, he, they maybe he was talking a little too uh, subtly for one of your intelligence in this game. <laughs> but they were basically like, yeah, we murdered him by stabbing him a hundred times. <laughs> because um, he was addicted okay. to drugs. Uh, that's you, funny. But... I, I must have forgotten that, but it was the guy, remember the doorman that before we went back to see Bruce and the guy and the other guy, the main boss? Like the bigger than normal gnome? Who the, turned out to just, like, walk away? Yeah, we just walked away from him. He was the one that said, oh, he ran he ran out of money. He had the problem. Uh, he yep. ran out of money, and he ran out of bugs. Ran Kicked out of out. money, and he ran but out of It turned out they didn't. That guy was a liar. Did we well, see he him ran on the way out? He ran, he ran out of money, and he ran out of bugs, which caused him to try to steal some bugs, right? Which caused him to get... Uh, dance, dance stabbed 45,000 times while that old weird gnome did like cool dances on his dais. <laughs> so you guys did a good job. You stopped a weird dancing drug murder cult. Uh, the sheriff has everything? shown up and he's like, I did a good job here. <laughs> all on job. my own. You're not the sheriff, first of all. Well, you're Second a deputy. With the sheriff's so, badge. Okay. Which one of you is wearing the belt buckle? That's that's you, Sam Squinch. Sam right? Squinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so and then you, the sheriff here has got all kinds of different minds, but you actually start to feel uh, feel differently about your time here. You've leveled up. You've gained some experience. You're kind of questioning. You're like, this, this was kind of a, a loosely cobbled together uh, adventure. Was this even really a real thing? Okay. Uh, that's the general emotion that you take out of this encounter. Fair enough. Uh, remembering that you've gone through uh, lots of simulations in the past. Well, that's true. Was this just another simulation? Oh, uh, man. As you think it, right? Uh, you feel a tug on your shadow. Uh, but if you want, you're able to resist its tug. 
Man, this reminds me of uh, Midnight Gospel. So at the end of every world, simulated world that he goes to, he has like this little horn that he badoos and it opens up his third eye and he goes shooting back into his reality. Hmm. Well, I haven't watched that show yet, so coincidence, purely. Yeah. But, it was a good uh, one. Yeah. So uh, I would remind you also that uh, the that uh, Darby Darby did promise to put some slats in your uh, oh yeah bag. that's right we definitely need to go talk to oh Darby we better Darby. resist that tug we resist yeah, re yeah resisted so you resist the tug and now you're just left with the feeling of kind of having like a shadow wedgie like it's uh it's is it like hard, a one of those painful wedgies or like one of the yeah, no okay. no just the kind where like you would do a weird step when you thought no one was looking <laughs> <laughs> to, to get out We're... to get it out but it doesn't really kind of go away it's kind of going to be persistently there until you follow the call of the shadow okay were, were okay they looking though what when you stepped we... weird yeah we 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 thought nobody was looking but you know, we're, yeah we're you there. guys are all you guys are all walking like you have a bunch of underwear stuck in your crack uh, even though it's your shadow. So what about, what about what the Darby Darby sheriff want? who's actually the not the real sheriff anymore? Is he walking with a wedgie? No, he he looks like he's normally walking, which is actually to be fair, pretty disconcerting because he looks kind of messed up. But uh, no shadow wedgie in sight. I was just wondering if he was trying to mimic us because we're so cool. We're setting trends. Oh, you want so you want it to be a trendsetter. Yeah, we're setting a trend here. The so, <laughs> so how would you do this? How would you like? How would you try to set a trend actively with skills? Well, I, just, I think I you'd have to try for a high five. Yeah. Oh, you try. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You guys we, are gonna high just, five each other. We own it, and we high five each other. Hey, I mean, two sort of rolls, right? Like they're not terrible. It, it, it comes together. It makes a satisfying clap. Uh, nobody's uh, hands are hurt. Uh, it's it's kind of a good thing. This also just reminded me of something I used to do when I was a kid. Can I tell you this quick story aside? <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. So yeah, was that five? My my best friend and I, when I we were growing up, we always used to do this thing that we used to just call it tingly, right? And it was essentially a high five where you each hit as hard as you can. Oh, to give okay. a tingly and just make your hand tingle and like hurt like crazy we used to do this all the time like i'm surprised i don't have nerve damage in my hand but i do recall one faded afternoon where we like because and we got you know we started this when we were like kids you know like 10 11 but like by the time we were like 14 or 15 and still doing this like uh we were pretty strong <laughs> right you could do so, a pretty he hefty high so five. like i do remember one time where we just we took like a running wind up smack and both palms oh. just like perfectly you know like Thanos clapped snapped the world out of existence and just like it it's shot like a, a pain tingle all the way down my arm all the way up my shoulder I think into my brain stem and uh, it was a good time I do it again <laughs> 10, out of, 10 out of 10 high five so it wasn't quite that good but your high five uh, was passable uh, people who saw you do it would think I wish that I could be as cool as them. Right. Right. Well, we strut our stuff over to Darby Darby's. Yeah. Now, yeah. now everybody's doing the wedgie walk. So the moon, so the 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 mood inside Darby Darby's has become a little bit more somber for some reason. Darby's uh, sitting on 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 his tall stool as he does, uh, with his many hats, uh, but he looks <laughs> like he's kind of under the weather, and he's just like, 
Welcome into my emporium. Uh, have a, did you guys need a thing to, to happen? Oh, everybody's out of crack bugs. Yeah, that's town. what I was thinking. There's not enough crack to go around. It's just the whole community is just coming down. <laughs> I put on my sailor hat that I got just to, you know, make sure that he feels I say, welcome. Hey, Darby Darby, what's got you so down in the dumps, buddy? He's like, well, I just, uh, I just had an idea about how I could make your spoon real special, but it's uh -huh. gonna be it's gonna be real hard. Uh huh. So, what I need is the ability to to uh, create or to utilize a really harsh force on either side of the spoon. Can we, I, I don't know how we would do that though. I don't have anything, any kind of clamps or, you know, magical high fives or anything like that that can really smack both sides of the spoon simultaneously. Do you oh, have any smack ideas? it or hold it. Well, we need something to apply equal pressure all at I think once. A, I think a magical high five is in order, if you ask me. A magical high five or like like one of those carnival grip grip strength? Car oh, like the like the hotness touchers or something? Or what are you talking about? Like, so describe to me. I guess I'm not quite understanding. Like, how all do right. we need to hold it? Like in a vice or we need to push it together? No, so we're, we're, we, I'm in a place, so I've carved your, like, hand, hand it over. Hand over the thing, right? All right, all right. Here's, here's the I heard, spoon Because I heard Here from the go. sheriff that y'all figured out Flurble's murder, so. Yeah. Turns out it was Flurble's fault. Who would have It turns thought, out he was addicted to crack bugs. Who yeah, who would have saw that coming? It's not like anyone else in this community has a problem. So uh, he's like, look, and he, he quickly takes out a, his uh, pen knife, and uh, he puts the nice slots in your spoon. So now there's less wind resistance when you swing it, giving you a little bit, uh, uh, you know, quicker speed, as it were, on your to hit. Oh, yeah. And, and when it smacks, it probably pulls the flesh into those little slats. Yeah. And he's like, uh, well, look, uh, he's like, but look at this. And then he uh, he has this like uh, metal grate looking thing that would perfectly fit into the slots. Uh, and he's like, but when he pushes it in, he's like, look, it's just a little bit too big to fit into there. But if we could somehow have enough force to wedge this in there, it would become like a meat tenderizer in the middle of the spoon. Ah, uh, uh, okay. So I could try to, so we need, I, I see. So yeah, the magical high five or does it need to be like consistent pressure? I think, well, I think if we just did it all at once. Like, I could hold it up, and I could try to, like, uh, hold them together, and then if we could apply the force on either side of the spoon, maybe while you wear some something metal so that you don't, you know, smash your hands to death. That might be the way to go. <laughs> oh, well, do you have metal fingerless gloves? Because I only wear fingerless gloves. I just so happen to have only fingerless gloves. So he pulls out uh, two gauntlets that are fingerless gauntlets, which is kind of goofy, but it's, it, it is what it is. He's like, look, check it out. Mm -hmm. so I try them on to see if they fit. Yeah, it, it, it feels like you've always should have been wearing these. It fits like a glove? It fits like a fingerless glove. <laughs> it fits like a glove. Like if you think Perfect. about it, a fingerless glove fits better than a normal glove, right? Yeah. Because it's just your fingers. It's like saying right. my, my hand is the best glove of all. All right. <laughs> I wiggle my fingers to try it out. It feels uh, nice. Sparks shoot out from between your fingers as the two pieces of metal rub together. Uh, he's like, all right, let's give it, let's give it a good, a good smack. Okay. Yep. 
I uh, psych myself out. In fact, I pull out my little music box and get a, like a grooving beat. You know, one of those that'll get me in the mood to give a good smack. Ooh, a, a little grooving beat. A grooving beat? Really? This is good. This is a grooving beat. <laughs> uh, Daryl, what, what are you doing, Daryl? How are you going to help the situation? You're needed in this regard. Uh, what, what can I do to help? I, uh, I ask Darby Darby. He's like, I don't know. I mean, well, we definitely need you to be part of the high five. Uh, but do you, uh, have... do you have any weird? You don't happen to have any like weird magic that is just unpredictable that we could throw into the mix here, right? Oh, uh, you, you know, <laughs> you know exactly the kind of unpredictable magic that I've got. Because who knows a what chaos happens? Chaos bolt. I'm gonna blast it with a chaos bolt. You're gonna blast it with a chaos bolt at the moment of the high five. Yeah. Like, am I high fiving myself, or does Darby Darby have a set of these fingerless gloves? No, no, no. I think uh, Darby Darby is using both of his hands to one hold the spoon and then also hold the attachment he's trying to attach. Right. So and you're the other. So it. Nate, I think that it's a it's a Sam Squanch and Daryl high five. Oh, 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 I see. On the spoon right. part of the spoon On, knife. Right. And if if everything comes together, we've now made an even more multi-tool. Of a spoon knife. Oh, there's gonna be so many tenderizer. <laughs> and then also, it might have an element at the end of this. Yeah. This gonna be so, psychic. All right. So first of all, so you cast your chaos bolt. We gotta roll a d8, right? You sure? Yep. So you roll a d8. You get a three. So Ooh, as you fire! Charge, if you charge your chaos bolt, is that what it is? Yeah. A three. Yep. So you got the this your your Nate's side of the equation has has a, a lit with flame. Is that that's not a verb? But you know what I'm saying. It's on fire now. It's ignited. That's the word I was looking for. Mm -hmm. That's the Ig one. Ignition. Um, and then we you have guys. Ignition. Uh, I think you probably should each say some words as as part of the high five. I say chaos bolt. <laughs> chaos bolt. <laughs> Just to the point. I like it. Uh, rather than witch bolt. Oh, it makes sense. Which, which I didn't, which I didn't cast. You didn't. Okay, I say. I I pray to the god of high fives and say, please bless this high five, with all of the righteousness that it deserves. Oh, what's the what's the uh, god of high fives name? Um, I don't know. Isn't is, there like, which one's it, the? Is it the Todd from Scrubs? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes. <laughs> His name that? is Todd. Have you ever seen Steve watch Scrubs? There's a character on Scrubs, Scrubs who always, all he does is give crazy high fives. So it's this guy. I want you guys to know what he looks like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. The Todd. Uh, anyway, your he's hands. Got a, he's got like a flaming cap to cover his hair. So perfect. Yep. So your uh, your hands come together in the midst of the chaos bolt, and uh, the added heat from the chaos bolt welds the uh, masher attachment into the uh, slats of the spoon knife, uh, giving it a new uh, name uh, as it's now uh, an ignition spoon. <laughs> ignition. And spoon. it has uh, it has still has its knife blade, but it now has uh, the ability to heat things with its uh metal plate that's in the middle now so it's got like a meat tenderizer type of spiked uh, mallet in the middle that is hot all the time cool 
here's a grooving beat. I say thanks, Todd. There you go, Todd. Todd, the the god of of high fives. <laughs> That's right. Um. Anyway, so now uh, the the tugging on your shadow becomes more consistent. Uh oh. Uh, I guess I guess we better uh, succumb to the tuggingness. Or we could go find a random guy and like beat him up in an alley, just to figure <laughs> it out. We did some good, we do some bad. Oh, I see. To stay neutral. <laughs> up to you. I think I might be good. <laughs> you want to you want to do that? Do what? Uh, you want to just leave? Let's just leave. Yeah. Okay. We succumb right. to the pull you, you, of you're the wedgie. You, you, do. You, you succumb to the pull of the shadow. Uh, you feel a, an immense amount of relief as your shadow wedgie is relieved. Uh, and you find <laughs> yourself back uh, in the tavern common room of the Wolfing Dog Tavern. Uh, and the Herald is like, whoa, you guys did a pretty good job there. I watched the whole thing. How, what? On the big screen? Yeah, well, I mean, on my on my small screen... And she pulls up like what essentially looks like an Apple Watch, but it's got like uh, two small demons that are holding like a ball, like a crystal ball, but it's like a watch. Demons mm. oh, sound very good. She's like, that was the real first test. Uh, <laughs> we, 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 we think that you're really ready now to join our stupid group. <laughs> did, did oh, you notice okay. We didn't beat anybody up in any back alleys. It's good. There, there, I did. I did notice that conversation. I was a little confused by the fact that you thought you needed to even out the good that you've done with some bad. That seemed like an interesting thing to do. Yeah, it's like we murdered one guard and then told the other guard to think about his life. So that was pretty even. But all right, you're officially members now. I'm going to give you your first real big boy mission. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So there's a wizard. Right, his name is is, is Gramkles. 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 And he was traveling in the distant mountains of Erm, looking for a, a cave, the Cave of Disappointment. Oh, you don't know. Why he was went, he looking for the Cave of Disappointment? Because there's a there's an old legend that says that if you can really get to the the middle of disappointment or the middle of your disappointments, you find the true treasure inside. So he was taking this rather literally and not like the metaphor most people think it is, and uh, went looking for a place called the Cave of Disappointment. Uh, he's never been this, seen again. Does that place and, uh, exist? The Cave of Disappointment? Yeah, the Cave of Disappointment definitely exists. Okay. Uh, we know of it. Uh, I think it's called that because the humans that tried to go there to settle it found it to be full of goblins and orcs and all kinds of terrible things. And so they were disappointed to say that they could not also <laughs> uh, live in there. Um, but whatever the reason, uh, we want you guys to go confirm the death of Gramkles or save him and find out what became of him. Gramkles the wizard. And if you do this, I will give you each... A magic ring. Ooh. Well, how about a, a magic armband? As long as it's circular in nature, I agree. 
like a bracelet? You want a magic armband? You want like a like a, someone would use to roll their sleeves up and to act cool? Uh, yep. Or I'm gonna give you a magic like T-shirt that with rolled up sleeves that you put a cigarette pack in the sleeve up. Oh, that's the ultimate cool. Perfect. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I can't just take you with our shadow jumping straight to the uh, cave of disappointment, but I can take you to the foothills outside. So you might have to travel around for a bit. This thing's got some limitations, huh? Let's give it kind of weak. Yeah, the limitations are that this time we're going to a real place as opposed to just some cockamamie, weird, <laughs> crappy gnome village I made up in order to test you guys. That wasn't real? <laughs> Tricked you, didn't I? Oh, then... boy. What is this life we have chosen to live? You really think that a, that a village of gnomes would name their village Gnomen Sucks? <laughs> I'd, I'd just go with it, you know? It was based loosely on a village called Gnomes is Great. Uh, that actually exists. There's a, a village does. called Gnomes is Great? Gnomes is Great. Uh, is uh, that like right outside the Cave of Disappointment? No, no, no. That's nowhere near the Cave of Disappointment. Oh. It's much I'm closer not good with to geography. The cave of, it's much better. It's much closer to the Cave of Prosperity. Oh. Let's go so. there. That sounds like a wonderful <laughs> place. No, 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 no. We need you guys to go to the Cave of Disappointment and find out what happened to this guy. All right. So are you uh, escorting us there, or are you just like giving us directions? Because I'm pretty no, no, no. bad I'm reading. Shadow, and... I can uh, shadow jump you to the foothills. So <laughs> this, is, this cave is in the mountains. I can jump you over there. You guys make your way into the rest of the mountains. Find the cave. Bing, bomb, boo. Wizard it up. Find the wizard. He's probably dead. You know, bring back some of his bones. I don't know. Do whatever makes you feel like you accomplished something. Okay. Okay. You. Okay. We're playing it loose and fast here. Yeah. Yeah. Where what was his name him? again? The wizard? Yeah. Gramkles. His name's Gramkles. Gramkles, Gramkles, Gramkles. Gramkles. I have a bad memory. Gramkles. I'm going to call him Gramkles, like he's a grandpa. Oh, yeah, you're assuming he's old. That's good. Yeah, I don't know if he is or not. He might not be. He might be 10 years old. You never know. A 10-year-old wizard. wizard. Yeah, some races, 10 years is a long time. I don't think time <sighs> is the same for everybody, is it? I don't know. She looks confused. She's like, this is not time for philosophy, but... You can tell that she's pretty messed up. All right, so to time warp jump, shadow surf, I, I tug on my need shadow. a yeah, an amulet, right? Oh. oh yeah, well you each have your medallion. Here you go. Yeah, medallion. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, I'm gonna need you guys to just we got we make sure that you're medically sound. So we got to go through like a physical first. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> and we, we should take a nap. I think you oh. should take your pants off just for the just to the, for the sake of this challenge. I say no. I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. She says, you got me. <laughs> I was a weirdo I all along. I still take a nap anyway. You take a nap. It feels very restful. I take a very long nap. Your eyes no longer feel like they're bleeding. Oh, I feel much better now. Yeah, they feel good. You have all of your strength, all your spells. Everything is ready. Um, and uh, she walks into your room while you're napping, and she box you on the head, and you guys shadow jump. <laughs> I was afraid she was going to do something else with all that take your pants off talk from earlier. She's, she might be a quack doctor. You don't even know if she is who she says she is. She's not really that good of a, of a person, maybe. I don't know. So as long did as the paychecks come in, that's all that matters. 
Right, so do we shadow jump, like, asleep? Like, do we find ourselves asleep in the foothills? Only, yeah, like, you, you, you wake up in the foothills. Okay, whoa, weird. I guess we shadow jumped. You wake up <laughs> in the foothills, you got all your equipment, your uh, your spoon, uh, ignition spoon is, is burning a hole in your pocket. Oh. Cur currently. Uh, I need to find something to spend it on, I guess. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then before you are just mountains, and they're just terrible. They're 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 awful. The mountains, the trees don't look good. They're like all the leaves are brown. Most of the trees don't even have leaves. Uh, there's lots of rocks, and there's this wildlife everywhere. But they like you just see like normal birds, but the birds like look at you and they're kind of like stuck up. They don't really want to like tweet at you very very well. They're just kind of like whatever. Like they're just like not nice. Uh, you, I you stick see, like, my tongue out at the birds. Yeah, they and they're like, huh, like as if, like that's what they do. They're they're just they're like whatever, get out of our mountains and they leave, and then you look into a clearing and there's like there's some rabbits and stuff and and they're also just like, huh, nice. <laughs> uh, I want to look behind me. Are the mountains behind us uh, much more prosperous? So the behind you is a plain. Uh, this is the beginning of when the plane turns into the mountains. So you, behind you is just, is verdant farmland. It's green. It, there's rainbows. Everything looks happy. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no bad weather. You get a much better vibe. Okay, I'm I, not very I smart. To find so those mountains of prosperity at some point in my life. Yeah. Are you you want to look for some mountains of prosperity? I'm gonna find them. Maybe not right now, but. Within my life, I will. I vow to find the mountains, and the cave, and the plains, and the birds of prosperity. You okay? Uh, interesting. Well, <laughs> at some point, uh, but before you lies the cave of disappointment somewhere. Oh, in the it's just right hills. there. Oh, no, 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 no. Somewhere is. in the foothills oh, okay, okay. is the cave of before you in your quest. Yeah. Metaphorically, not before you physically in this in this thing. Um, but yeah, you do see a small trail kind of winding its way up into the foothills. Uh, it's nothing more than just beaten down dirt. Sam so, Branch, I'll lead the way. I'm a hill dwarf. I uh, know all oh. the hills and mountains. I was going to do something not very smart, which was essentially try to put uh, like a straight line between like the most prosperous or happiest rainbow and the most dead and dying tree and say it must be that way oh you're gonna try to use uh like uh emotion orienteering yeah <laughs> yeah put my back towards the best and put my face towards the worst like oh, no so trail like, needed so like trying to trying to really uh embrace the fact that you need to uh, Find the most depressing part of this yeah. in these foothills. I like it. All right, so yeah, you do so, and as you do so, something feels correct to you. Like yes, it is better to for us to go into these disappointment mountains and really face our troubles. I say, Daryl, you can lead the way as long as it's that way, and I point towards <laughs> my troubles. Just as I envisioned. I knew it. Uh, I, I start walking that way and I attempt to orient uh, according to his path that's been laid out in a straight line without deviating to the left or to the right. <laughs> what happens when you nature. run into a tree? Yeah, you immediately run directly into a tree. 
Is this the cave? Did we find it? <laughs> uh, you roll a check to see if it's the cave. It's <laughs> it's, it's it's a tree. <laughs> Was it a good I, nature I, check? Daryl, push all the knots on the tree. I saw it in a movie once. I, I do that. I start pushing knots and just like tearing down parts of the tree. The tree giggles. What? You're tickling the tree. That's weird. Is it, I, I talk to the tree. Tree! Hello. What do you, what do you say? Hello? A hello, tree. It, it goes... <laughs> I think I understand tree. It said, we're almost there. <laughs> Ask it where the, the cave of despair is. Tree, where's the cave of despair? Of disappointment. Oh yeah, disappointment. Uh, the tree stands up. Oh boy, I'm glad uh, I didn't face, like, burn it to death. A face appears uh, in its bark. It's still giggling with mirth uh, from your tickles. Oh, I, I'm glad. I put a picture of it uh -huh. in the chat for you to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that little tree guy? He's quite. He seems actually large, quite large. He is quite large. He's huge, in fact, a huge plant. And he is uh, saying uh, very slowly, as they do. Uh, but it's like a, he's just like a slow chuckle, like ha 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 ha. He's and he's just like, this is the first time I've laughed in so long. We've been in these just these mountains of depression for so long. Oh well, I knew to come straight to you because you were the coolest of the trees I could tell from first glance. So your attempted flattery falls on willing and open ears. Oh yeah. And the tree's just like ho 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 ho. <laughs> he gets <laughs> he gets like all shy and he's just like he's like thank you. He's like what what brings you up to the mountains here, friends? We're looking for a wizard. Wizard. Why? Why? Did, did you just ask why? Why are you looking for a wizard? Oh, because the lady at the <laughs> end said to go look for a wizard, and I guess we just do what we're told. <laughs> How look, smart we just is trees? Got this job. This tree's a lot smarter than you guys. Turns out. He's <laughs> just like seems like a bad reason to look for a wizard. But whatever. Job. We we have a job now. Who am yeah, I to confused. Who am I to judge? Nine to five, know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, dang it. This is the Mounds of Despair. Yep. <laughs> He's like, well, way towards the top, there's definitely a cave that you can walk in. A bunch of creepy crawlies live in there, though. So, I'd be I'd be careful going in there. Do but you have creepy anything? Creepy crawly to you. You know, a thing like you. Like, you're a creepy crawly. Well, more like you. You're a creepy crawly, he says, pointing to Sam Squanch. Oh, oh, oh! He's like you're half creepy, creepy crawly, half like weeny whiny. That's kind of like how I see you. Mm. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything <laughs> that would help in uh, dispatching the creepy crawlies? Uh, like like what? I don't know. What would you do if you were us? I would probably just eat them or. 
well, that's probably not an option for you guys. Here, this is what I can do. Look, come, come here, guy. Come here, guy that was tickling me. Come over here. Oh, I, I go over there. He likes me, and I like him. He's like, look, I've got this knot on my back, on my shoulder, okay? I haven't been able to scratch it in forever. Come come touch this knot. Come scratch it. Uh, where is it located <laughs> on his body? So on his shoulder. On his shoulder, on the back side of my shoulder. Uh, do I have to climb up his arm to get there? You can, I mean, yeah, he's he's a lot taller than you. Definitely need to climb I'm up a, him. I'm a dwarf. He um, kind of puts he kind of puts his arm down. He's like, come on, you just it's fine. Don't even worry about it. It's not weird. Uh, Don't I even, do it. I'm a tree. I'm naked. It's fine. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> so he's like he's like, come up here, and then you you see like a pretty uh, gnarled like thing on the back of his shoulder. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I he's like, I've, do you see it? Yeah, I see it. Was it was it look like? It looks like a gnarled piece of your back. Ew. Can you, okay, just give it, a little, give it a little tickle like you did before. Uh, you just want a tickle? Uh, so I just wanna, I want to, I need I need some help on that spot. Like it just, it's like an inch of a thousand suns. Please, please. What, just... what if I, what if I punch it? What, why, why would you do that? I tickle it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his whole arm falls off when you, when you tickle it. Oh, all right. I hope he wanted that. And he's that. like, oh, oh, he's like, oh, it felt so good. And he's like, look, here, you can you take my arm. You can have my arm. Oh. And he's like, you I notice, you, you notice that it's like a, a really nice looking, kind of like a staff almost now, like a gnarled sorcerer style staff. Ooh, I was afraid it sorcery. would just be like a, a tree branch that would break in two seconds. But it's a no, pretty no. cool staff. No, it's like it's a piece of a magical creature that it fell off when you touched his his weird not naughty spot. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And Just like, as I envisioned. I won't kill you now. You're gonna kill me? No, <laughs> but up. I won't now for sure. You was always a question. <laughs> no, as you know, I wouldn't before, but definitely not now. Oh, you're telling jokes. Man, you're, you guys are just funny. I'm, this is the funniest things that's ever happened to me in my whole life. I'm glad to brighten your little disappointment world. Uh, a bit. Well, good luck with your creepy crawlies, friend. Uh, to answer your question before, uh, any creepy crawlies that I see, I would hit with that arm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, what, do, so, what do I do with this thing? What, what, tell me about it. It's just an arm of yours? How many arms you got? Well, I mean, you're a sorcerer, aren't you? I can feel the magic kind of burbling around in there. No, you can feel that? Yeah, can't you? Yeah. Can If you can't, you need to tell me because that's a problem. <laughs> no, I can, I can feel it. I just didn't know you could feel it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty magical creature anyway. Uh, think of it like a, it's like a, it's like a staff, you know, like a, like a, like a magic staff. You can, you can do stuff with it. Magic right. stuff? Yeah, it'll make you feel good. It'll make you feel good when you use it. Oh, I feel boy. good already just knowing you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would. What I would do is I would. I would keep it around. I would keep it close to you. I would. I would sleep next to it, thinking about it, and then maybe you'll really come to understand it better. You got it, pal. Uh, you've been such a great help. What do you think? Yeah, thanks, Scratch. buddy. He's been great. He's like, by the way, my name's Trent. Hey, Trent. Is there oh, anything tr we can do do for you? To like repay you for your kind generosity. Well, I wasn't some kidding. Some fertilizer, like I, you know, I, I know a guy who really enjoys pooping in the woods. <laughs> oh. 
Is it this guy? Cause man, no, I really like you guys helped me out a lot. Just just touching that weird spot on my back, it's been itching for like two hundred and seventy thousand years. Like I'm so so grateful to finally. I, I start to try counting on my fingers. Two hundred and seventy. He's like, it's been it's many many lunch times, many lunch times. Mm, mm, okay. He's like, anyway, uh, watch out though. Just just saying, uh, I think one of the creepy crawlies up there is kind of smart. Oh man! Uh, but he's Thanks, also Trent. he's also oh, big. Wait. He's also oh. big. He's big and smart. He's big and smart, and scary and evil, and oh, a mastermind. Well, we, we might be evil. <laughs> we don't really know yet. You don't. You don't know. That's even for me. That seems like a like kind of a problem. Like, and I just kind of sit here in the ground and then. You know, eat the occasional creepy crawly, but like you probably should know if you're evil or not. Well, I guess I'm not personally evil, but I might work for like an evil boss. <laughs> Just following orders, as they say. <laughs> That's right. Just following <laughs> orders. Well, I guess that remains to be seen. Anyway, head up this path right here. You guys are going the right way. Any, in order to calibrate yourself on this mountain, if you really want to find that cave, just go wherever it feels the worst. Okay. Thanks, Trent. You've been a huge help. I give him a high five. Oh, he high fives you back. Does he move really slow or or like normal speed? No, he actually moves kind of fast. In fact, his he has a plus six to strength. Holy oh. smokes! So you you uh, high fiving him is kind of dangerous for you. Ooh, and he rolls a nat twenty, and you rolled a, a nine. So uh, you feel like it, it kind of does dislodge your shoulder a little bit. A tingly. Yeah, you definitely get a tingly, and you're like, how am I rotator cuff? But you try, I don't know, maybe play it off as cool. Yeah, definitely. I like, like wipe, wipe the tears without anyone noticing. Trent's like, keep it keep it tight. It's like a weird thing for him to say. Like, does it uh -huh. really apply? He's like, I've never had anybody to say that to you before. All right, <laughs> see you later. And then he just sits back down and doesn't move. <laughs> like, he's like, I'm a tree again. Boo. Man, Trent was such a nice guy, huh, Daryl? I like that guy. He gave us directions. Like, he didn't even know us. He gave, gave you that cool walking arm. stick. Yeah, I'm, cool I got a plus stick. one to walking with this bad boy. I'm leaving you in the dust. All right, I'll try to keep up. Lead the way. And as really you uh, as you dust. point your way towards the cave of disappointment, that's the end. <laughs> 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 Do we see the the cave? No, you just see the trail leading up into the mountains. Oh, uh, okay. We oh, did it. I, I'd say high five. One last high five. Oh, okay. I don't know if I have another high five in me. No, I'd do it, regardless of your decision to participate. I don't. Don't slap okay. me in the face. I rolled a 17. I don't know what that means. Uh, For slapping in the face? For high-fiving an unwilling man. Uh, well, that's assault. What's his armor class? <laughs> it's, it's 13. It's a hit. It's <laughs> a hit, buddy. You deal 1d4 plus uh, your strength damage. No, no. Okay. Can it be? Can it be? I have advantage on deck saving throws against effects I can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. All right. Here, uh, Sam Squanch, let's roll you... Uh... A dex saving throw, shall we? Yeah. 
Come on, big money. 17. Oh. Oh. I take damage. You take a little bit of damage from... You got high five against your will. Did you see my roll? Can you see my rolls? Yeah, t yep, two damage. Two damage. Yeah, and I don't notice. Low perception. You don't notice that you hurt him? Yeah, well, also, he's super tough on that guy. He probably likes that. He's an orc. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's that's the end of that adventure. I know, we need to figure out a way to wind down. I always feel like it's so awkward at the end. Alright, well, goodbye. That's by uh by design. Oh, by design. Okay. Shout out to some of our biggest fans. Yeah, I am. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Eric. What up, Eric? Oh yeah, Eric. Thanks for listening, Eric. Number one fan, Eric. Best. Until yeah. next time. <laughs>